Bev's Video Kingdom is intended for a mature audience. Listener discretion is advised. So here we are at the Last Call Brewery. We've been brewing a beer, the BVK, BVK IPA that we've been pumping up. And it's uh, right now boiling. It's in the boiler. It's to a boil. You can probably, you guys can probably hear it a little. You, we've swapped our train, our normal train noises for the, for the kettle uh, noise, the boiling uh, of our beer. Yeah, we're, uh, we're about, just about, I guess, halfway through the day. We've got to the middle of our boil. We've got a few boil additions there, and then uh, when the boil's done, we'll start knocking out and, and going in the fermenter. But, yeah, we're about halfway through today. So. Yeah, so uh, in case you guys didn't recognize, that was Walter Ramirez, our, uh, our, 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 guest, our former guest judge, future guest judge, and uh, good friend here at Last Call who's doing the brewing. And he's been teaching us all day. So, you know, Brad had done this before, but, but I, you know, I hadn't never you know, been a part of a, a beer brewing situation. So, um, and I love, I, you know, Walter was earlier kind of joking. He's like, well, you guys can ask questions. I'm just going to keep talking. Um, and I know it probably feels a little bit like sometimes, you know, like, you know, but I'm, I was soaking it in. Like awesome. I, I really, cool. I love that kind of stuff. And, and, and you're a great teacher of, uh, of this. It's obviously you're passionate you. about it. So it's been really an interesting experience. Um, so, so remind us what the basic steps were that we went through today, right? So, so you know, my, my recall, I'll, I'll start with that, what I remember, and you can yeah, explain. How about that? Definitely. So, so we, we rolled in here, and uh, we're, we're, we have, we're going to do what, we, what I think is called a mash. Yep. So there's a whole bunch of bags. They look like, to me, they look like chicken feed, because that's, 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 that's the bags I, I we got chickens. So we have these, like, we had, like, I think uh, 12 bags sitting along a wall. 55-pound right? bags. 55-pound bags. Yep, yep. And so, so we dumped those in a particular order into, uh, what, do we, what do we call that, that the big? That uh, tank is our mash tun. The mash so, tun. Yeah, the mash tun is the, the tank that we steep the mash in yeah. okay so so we, we ripped them all open uh and, and by the way we were we, we, i should just say thanks to the owners of, of last call uh, walter is the head brewer but uh one of the owners was here this morning brian and, and brian and josh are the owners of last call and they've yeah. been amazing throughout last call's journey yeah and, and so so brian was here and he welcomed us and and uh and uh jake uh, stevens who, who runs the, who manages the the uh, tap room uh, so crew here kind of welcoming us and, and helping us out. So we have these 12 bags. So, so we were instructed, first off, we were going to dump these eight eight bags of something in. What would we dump in first? Walter? Yeah, so our, our grist or our, our grain bill, uh, we had some pure Idaho malt, which is just a nice light Pilsner malt, uh, which I like to use in, in our hazy IPAs, which is, you know, that's what BVK IPAs is. We're going to brew a hazy IPA. It uh, just keeps the, the color of it nice and light. It keeps the body I'm pretty straightforward. It's just a, a super solid base to build to let those hops really shine, which is the goal of really any IPA. Okay. So that's that's what we started with. The majority of our grist was a, a pure Idaho Pilsen malt. Okay, so that's potatoes, right? Uh, it's not. It's not made out of potatoes. No. It's, uh, <laughs> just, yeah, just barley, just barley. barley but but okay. all grown, grown in Idaho. So that's okay. that's where the name comes Got from. It. Yeah. All right. So 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 it was it was uh, milled barley, right? Mm-hmm. We yep. dumped that in. Uh, and then the next two bags were what? So we had two other uh, malts there. We had some white wheat malt, uh, which is a malted wheat. That really helps with the uh, body of the beer, some head retention, really kind of gives the beer a little more fullness, a little more uh, uh, character. When, you're, when, I, when I speak to the mouthfeel of the beer, how thick or thin the beer is, that white wheat kind of helps build that mouthfeel up to a rounder, fuller beer, which is what you want from a, a hazy IPA, and, and then we also added some flake dotes. Flake dotes are, once again, big for that nice full body um, that is kind of a hallmark of the hazy IPA. So a nice full grist, full grain bill in order to build an, a, a round, soft, palatable hazy IPA. Nate, were you surprised at how much grain we put in there? I, I To be honest, I had no idea. what I, I 
I can I can tell you my level of understanding of what where beer comes from was that uh, that there are cans that show up at my house sometimes, and uh, beer comes out of them. So I, I can tell you I knew there was some, I knew I knew heat was probably involved. There's probably some water at some point, and I knew something called grains and hops go into them. I had no idea, man. I genuinely like I you could I could have showed up and you guys could have like pulled out like you know like one bag of some shit and put it in there and I'd be like yeah that sounds right. <laughs> so, so, so I don't know. I mean, it, it was a lot, you know, it was a shit ton. It was heavy. So, and, I, and, and speaking of water, right. So, so they, they've got this great setup at last call. So we start pumping in water at what, about 180 degrees or so. Yeah, we go, we, we, we enter our, our, we go into the master room with our water at about 174 or 72, um, because of the temperature loss we're going to have with the grain and from the, you know, just the ambient temperature of the tank that gets us down to the mash temperature that we're targeting. So, so I'll be honest, I felt like I was in Breaking Bad because I felt like I, I, I was like, where, where, when, we gonna, when do we get to break up the blue? You know what I mean? Because I'd never been around these big, like, you know, st- uh, uh, stainless tanks. So we got a couple ladders and me and Brad and Nick are rotating. One of us is up there dumping these bags in. The other one has a big paddle, you know, mixing it into the water like we're making a giant batch of chocolate chip cookies. Uh, and so we just slowly dump these bags in, make sure it doesn't clump up as Walter explained really carefully that we want to make sure we get no clumps so everything gets wet we, we it starts that mash process and so we got it all in there uh we got the water in and uh we kind of hung out for a little while and then it starts to circulate right so we get sort of hook up a pump and we're circulating it so that none of that uh so that we, we get good good mixture and, and none of that stuff settles down to the bottom of the tank right yeah yeah we we start a about halfway through our mash the, the, the way we we brew is we we start a recirculation just to kind of get some nice clean wort we want to kind of filter that mash through itself so that when we move over to the kettle we've got some some clean wort and some more more efficient wort so that's uh that's the whole point of the recirculation so so let's talk about the wort for a second because before today i thought warts were just the things i had to go to the doctor uh, to get burnt (laughs) off of my uh, hands and feet when i was a kid so um all right so the wort so so you guys kind of described it as like basically, you know, a a glorified oatmeal, right? So we got all these grains that are kind of flaked and milled. We put them in water, we heat them up, put in a little bit, some few chemicals, right? And so then, then at the end of the process, you get this, what looks a lot like oatmeal, right? You, you drain all the liquid out into the kettle and, and it kind of looks like, and tastes a little bit like oatmeal, right? So, I mean, is that, is that, that's still the mash though, correct? Yeah. Yeah. So all the spit and grains or, you know, what the grains are after we've pulled all of the wort out of them, the wort's the liquid. So we're essentially making a tea, I guess is the easiest way to, to, to okay. describe it. So, and we to get, relate to so, it. so we separate the tea from the oatmeal. Pretty much. Right? Yeah. 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 Okay. And we took the oatmeal and we tasted a little bit of it. It did taste kind of sweet, not too sweet though. You said most of the sugar, a lot of it came in the, yeah. left with the wort. Exactly. If we're doing, if, we, if we, our mash was doing its job, then a lot of that sugar is in the wort, which is in W-O-R-T, the liquid that we're pulling into the kettle out of the mash tun. And so those grains that are, that are spent and left in the tank, they'll have a little sweetness left to them, but they're, they're fairly bland because we've, we've, converted all those starches to sugars and we've pulled those sugars out of the grain into the kettle which you, is if you want to try wort at home essentially like make some oatmeal water yeah, like pour much. some oats in pour a shit ton of sugar <laughs> and then get all the oats out so you just have the liquid left and take a sip of that which, which we did we cheers yeah. to that we did we even did like a little boomerang thing yeah we did a little wart shot <laughs> wart, wart, boomerang. wart shot uh yeah so we did some more a wart shot so so then okay so we got to that end of the process we, we pumped all the wart into the kettle yep. right to boil it and uh we uh we added water while we were doing that right so you you, you take the wart mix uh, which is fairly concentrated dilute it with the water as you're pumping it so you get this liquid that goes nicely into the kettle it's boiling i'm watching the steam right now yep. come up out of this sort of giant uh kettle Three, 300 plus gallons 300 yeah. plus gallons of liquid in there um and then we took interestingly so the 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 our uh, our fancy oatmeal uh we we shoveled it out into a, a bin that's going to go off to uh to a farm right yeah to a local it's, uh, farm. one of our one of our uh, good friends his, his name is actually brian also he has a ranch and he feeds it to his cows and and he uh 
it mixes it, you know, with hay and everything. And circle. so, it, it, yeah, it goes it goes to good use. If if we didn't have circle that, we would, of life. We would just toss it out. And it, yeah. we have no use for it after it's spent, but it can feed some cows and some pigs and all that kind of cool. stuff. So mm-hmm. we, we, we send it off to his ranch. And they don't get hammered because there's no alcohol. No, no alcohol yeah. at that point. Yeah, <laughs> Fortunately, they don't, they don't we, we just go cow tipping. We know the easy <laughs> targets. After. Unless you're a crazy farmer, you just let it sit out for a while. Wild. Yeah, so it's boiling right now. Um, and I think you said that we're uh, we're getting close to done with the boil. And because this one, we don't want it to be particularly bitter, so we're not going to add hops till the very end. Yeah, so you know, it, it, everyone has their own philosophy on on when hops should be added to beers based on the style. Uh, we generally hold all of our hop additions and our hazy IPAs to the end. Um, the longer you, uh, the general rule is, the longer you boil hops, the more bitterness you're going to get out of them. The shorter you boil them, the less bitterness and the more of the flavor and aroma that'll stick around. Um, that's just kind of a hard and fast rule. There's a lot more nuance to it. Um, but with Hazy IPA, you want low bitterness. You want a soft, full body and even a touch of sweetness sometimes. So, you know, we, we build our grain bill to have a full body, uh, nice round water profile, nice soft water profile. And then you add those hops all towards the end of the boil so you minimize the amount of bitterness that you receive so that beer continues to be nice and smooth in the final product when you drink it. Um, But you still have that big kind of hop character and hop aroma there without any of that kind of bitter punch that is associated with the West Coast IPA. Okay. All right, so so next up, we're gonna put the hops in. We're gonna take, we're gonna we're gonna pipe it over to the fermenter, right? Yep. And then then it's just it's go time. We put the yeast in. When do we put the yeast in? Yeah, so we're gonna once we're coming to the end of our boil here, we are going to uh, we'll do a whirlpool in the kettle and a few a few other small steps, and then we'll go through our chiller um, in a process where we're knocking it out. It's called knockout. So you go through a, a, a heat exchanger to cool the wort down to fermentation temperature. You, can't ferment at boiling, right? So we chill it down to 68, 69, 70 degrees. Once we get all of the wort into the kettle, then we'll pitch our yeast. We'll, we'll add our yeast at that point and the yeast take over and the yeast start making beer. And we were, it was cool earlier, we were walking through, there's a whole bunch of fermenters here and there's like little tubes coming out of them into buckets of water and there's like, they're bubbling, you can smell them. It has all those kind of beer aromas. Yeah, it's pretty fun. It's very cool, yeah. It's, it's yeah, cool that, yeah, the yeast are the little warriors, man. Those are the guys that, that do the work. They get in there and start converting that sugar, and, and that's that brings out the happy juice. The happy juice. That's where the, <laughs> that's where the magic happens, if you will, yeah. yeah. The magic leads to the happy juice. All right, so here, here's what I want. So, so for, for those of you that are either beer enthusiasts but don't know very much about them or or just like me and don't know anything about beer at all. <laughs> um, so I want to, uh, let's, um, let's go through like a little thought experiment here about what you would do. So, so, so take me to like, take me to a basic logger. Okay. Mm-hmm. So let's say I want to build not your light, not, not the light exactly, mm-hmm. but just sort of like a, a standard logger. Like how does that, what, how does that process look in shorthand based, you know, how what would you do? You know, take me through the process like we did today yeah. for that logger. What would be different? Yeah, definitely. Um, it, it, there's different. There's variation in logger, right? You've you've got a bunch of different styles. Um, but say just for a, a like a, a light American logger, you know, something that is akin to Bud Light or Coors Light sure. or Michelob, something in that vein. You start with a very light grain bill, right? Pilsner malt, super light, super clean. Um, and by light, I mean in color, right? Um, you're not using nearly as much, uh, as much grain as you used in the beer we did today, you know, maybe half that amount. So, uh, so, so le- not only light, lighter colored grain, but also less grain because the water content is going to be higher relatively. Relatively. Yeah. You're looking for less sugar because you're looking for less alcohol. Right. Okay. Um, and then some of those, you know, macro loggers have flaked rice or flaked corn and, You'll add that to the mash ton, just like we added some flaked oats in our hazy IPA today. Uh, so really simple grain bill, uh, you know, clean. You're, you're looking for a very crisp, clean beer in one of those light American lagers. Um, so we'd mash just the way we did today. The water to grain ratio will probably be a little different uh, because there's so much less grain. Uh, and then we'll continue with the same steps. You know, we'll we'll go through the recirculation on the mash. We'll move the mash over to the or the wort over from the mash to the kettle. Your hop additions are going to be different, right? Those those loggers have a little bit of character to them, so you're going to be adding a lot less hops than we're going to add today. 
And then a different yeast, a different yeast strain as well. Lager yeasts uh, operate differently. Lager yeasts and ale yeasts are the two main classifications of beer yeast. Uh, lager yeast is, is uh, operates colder generally. It's slower for the most part. Um, whereas ale yeasts will operate at a higher temperature, 68 to 72 degrees, and they'll operate just a little bit faster in terms of fermentation. So, all right. So, so let's hold everything constant. I'm a, I'm, I, I like to I like to play with things and just move one okay. thing at a time. Yeah. So let's say I wanted a standard American lager, but I wanted to increase the alcohol content yeah. significantly. Yeah. All right. So I want everything to be pretty pretty similar. Otherwise, what do I do? Just bump your grain bill. You, you know, you bump your grain bill up. You add more grain. The more grain you add, the more sugar you'll get. The more sugar you get, the more alcohol you'll get. Okay, so that's going to also lead to a little darker color, right? If I add more grain, or, or can I keep it pretty light nope. so I can just add more grain, but make sure the light, color of the grain is really light? Yeah, exactly. We'll use okay. you know, some more of that light Pilsner malt, so okay. it, it won't adjust the color at all because when you're, when you're adding more grain, your water volume is going to increase too. We're still shooting for the same amount of liquid in the final product. You know, 310 gallons is what we do per batch, 10 barrels. Um, but your total amount of water used is going to be different. Okay. So you're, you're still getting the same color uh, in that respect because you're not, you're not using the same amount of water with a larger grain bill. You're using a little bit more water as well as more grain. So that color should stay in the same range. All right, what if I want my alcohol content to be back down to that normal level, but I do want a darker colored beer? Yeah, so that's when you can start playing around with different specialty grains, right? We've got okay. some crystal malts, which are roasted malts that have been kilned, uh, depending on you know if it's crystal 20, crystal 40, crystal 60, those numbers, the higher the number, the darker the malt, the darker the roast. Um, so you'll get more character out of those malts, more roasted caramel, chocolate, toasted biscuit flavors, depending on how high you go with the crystal malts. Or there are also things called bitterless black malts, where you add a bunch of color, but you don't add any of those kind of roasted, smoky, coffee-ish flavors. It's just for color, but you'll still get you know some some sugar out of them as well. So yes. there's when, a few different ways to do that. When we brewed our, our Savage AF, which was our, our chocolate coffee porter last time with, with Walter, yeah, it was we poured some dark grain in there. So I I didn't realize that that's just instantly what makes the uh, the the color different. It's just dark grain. Okay, yeah, it doesn't take a ton either to change the color. You know, from for instance, the beer we did today, we we worked with about 660 pounds of malt, uh, or malt and wheat and oats. If we were to just add like one bag of, of say chocolate or, or dark roasted crystal malt, that that color would change dramatically. Okay, so I want to talk about I want to ask about flavors now. So we, let's go back to our basic light lager. Okay, now now all I want to do now is I want to add I want to add some say a citrus flavor to mm -hmm. it. Okay, what do I do to make it that citrusy beer? Same basic alcohol content, same, hopefully the same basic color, but I get a little citrus flavor in it. Yeah, so if we're moving away from you know the the change in color and and some of that roasted character from the darker malts, you're going to get all those flavors from your hops. So, you know, basic, classic lagers use no, what are called noble hops, um, hops that have been used forever, saws, um, things, Czech saws, American-grown saws, Hallertau Middlefro. These are all what are considered noble hops, so they've been traditionally used a lot. But if you are looking for something that's, say, more citrus and grapefruit forward or more tropical, uh, you're just going to change the hop bill, that you, the hops that you use. You're going to switch maybe some of those classic noble hops for more modern, maybe American-grown hops that have a bit more fruit to them, New Zealand, Australian-grown hops that are a lot more tropical or have some white wine characteristics to them. So that that flavor would all come from your, your hop selection, what, what hops you're going to use in the beer. And so, that, so am I understanding it right that I could change the flavor profile of a beer by changing the hops or the grains or both? 100%, 100%. The, both of those play pretty close to each other in terms of building the flavor character of a beer depending on the style that generally dictates what you're changing to get different flavors and aromas ipa for instance right is, is very hop driven very hop forward so the hop selection is going to greatly influence the flavor over the malt will right the malt generally is just a solid base for the hops to shine whereas you get into even some more uh, nuanced lagers things like black lagers czech pilsners you know german german pilsners and czech pilsners and american pilsners all have different characteristics and it's based on the grains and the hops used they just they change a little bit so that's 
yeah, grain and hop will grains and hops will play really close together in terms of creating the flavor and aroma of the beer. So, do you ever put? I mean, do you ever put anything that's for flavor or for other reasons that's not neither to, to flavor a beer that's neither hops nor grain? Can I just dump in some grenadine? I mean, that's where we're going. <laughs> I, do I just bring my bottle of grenadine down? I just dump that shit in, and we get that uh, nice little grenadine. There flavor? are certain federal laws that prevent certain things from being added to beer. Uh, like I. I I couldn't just dump like a fifth of vodka in there or something. Um, <laughs> well, what about like what if you want? What if you wanted like uh, you know like McDonald's fries flavor? Could you just like dump? Yeah, a uh, yeah. I mean, you could, you could, you could, you know, you could get it really wild. There's a lot of breweries that get really crazy. You know, there's breweries that have added cereal, breakfast cereal to be like Lucky Charms breakfast cereal, or they literally you know, yeah, take a box of Lucky into Charms the mash into the mash tun. Yeah, and just let it sit. We've added pies to the beer when we do our pie sour. So sorry. We've, you actually take a fucking pie. <laughs> yeah, we throw you them in take, there. Yeah. Throw the whole baked done pie into the mash. Yeah, we do. We've done that. And um, can you really taste it? I mean, do you really so get that flavor? What we do is, yeah. is we'll yeah we'll we'll use that more so than anything as as a, a kind of a marketing shout out. For instance, on those beers, we work with Blooming Camp Ranch, our local right. bakery. Yeah, yeah. And Great that's place. for photos and saying, hey, like we're working with with Blooming Camp on these beers, and then. You get some flavor from those things, but we also build that flavor profile and that beer's character with other ingredients. Yeah, you know, well, well, I, for instance, on the last one, I had them make me a bunch of their pie crust, just their pie crust. Yeah. And that's where most of that pie crust flavor came from. And then we also added f- fruit. To answer your question, you can add a bunch of crazy stuff. Fruit is a big one. So you, might, uh, you, could, you take a bunch of cherries and throw cherries. Cherries. Marion berries, strawberries. The okay. la- last pie sour we did was a strawberry rhubarb pie, and so we got a bunch of strawberry puree and rhubarb puree, and we added that to the beer, and that and that all gets added at the mash stage. No, that all gets so fruit and things like that all get added during or post fermentation. Yep. Uh, oh. So in a f- after today we pitch our yeast, for instance, in a few days we'd be adding those things. But there are are ingredients that like that that get added to the mash, for instance cereals or donuts or people get crazy with all this kind of stuff so um and then you have spices you can add right some traditional styles of beer are very spice driven you know hefeweizens and gozas and things like that and you could steep those in the boil you know we could take some cinnamon and steep it in the boil right now or we could interesting you know clove or uh, orange peel anything like that you know for belgian uh, wits and things you know you can add spices and herbs to the beer on the boil and so i guess at each stage there that, are different so things you can like add. a lot of stouts for example are classic you know for either having a real chocolatey character or, or a coffee flavor yeah. or both mm-hmm. yeah so, he, he so threw how, coffee beans in and and cocoa nibs when we did ours like and, yeah. and little mesh things you stick them down in there oh in a mesh bag you, you actually yeah. it just makes cleanup a lot easier and then that's that was the mash stage or in the boil that was in fermentation fermentation, fermentation. post-fermentation okay. you 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 essentially let those ingredients steep in the liquid and you know in an instance of coffee beans it's like your cold brewing coffee right, right. those flavors are going to come off into the into the beer um so a lot of those kind of chocolate coffee flavors in stouts and porters and browns come from the grain bill because we have grains that are malted and modified to emulate those flavors dark chocolate roasted coffee you know caramel toffee um, but you can also add those actual ingredients to the beer and, and influence the flavor that way is what coffee beans. We work with a local coffee roaster out of Modesto a lot whenever we do coffee beers, cocoa nibs, you know, chocolate, vanilla beans. Uh, all, all of those are ingredients that we've used before in beers. And, and those are generally added after, during or after fermentation on the cold side. We bag them up in sanitized mesh bags and, and drop them in the beer. Now, hop farming has become this kind of elite thing right where there's just like these farms that are like trying to get all crazy and design the newest cool hops and it's like is it is it becoming like a, a huge big business as far as yeah i mean hops so california in the sacramento region was a big grower of hops pre-prohibition actually and, and and then all that got changed to something else when you know prohibition came about and um, the majority of it was was grapes um from what i understand in the areas that grew hops and so some local growers are attempting to to just grow stand, Cascade, Chinook, just standard hops again, just to kind of get back into it. Uh, there's a couple hop farms here in and around Oakdale actually that have some hops um, for sale uh, that they've you know offered for, for the breweries around here to use. Um, but when you get into like crazy breeding and developing new 
new hop brands and breeds. You've got you know big hop farms that have a lot of experience in crossbreeding these hops to to select what characteristics they want in the new in the new plant. What's a hop plant look like? A uh, hop plant grows on uh, what's called vines, vines but with a B, um, and they're normally on trellises that grow grow up, um, and the flowers look just kind of like uh, it's very. It, I guess it looks fairly similar to cannabis. Uh, okay. They're in the same family of plants, um, but they're bright green. Um, there are hop flowers, or you know the the, the actual the actual plant where the lupulin glands are, which is where you get all the flavor and aroma grow in bunches off of these vines um, there if you during the season so like you know some uh, during the spring and summer if you drive by i believe fish bio actually has hop trellises out back of their shop that you can see growing a lot got it brad brad just showed me a picture now i kind of yeah yeah so they grow north and each of those vines have a bunch of clusters of hops on got it. that get picked yeah cool all right well, uh, looks like we're we got to get to our next stage, so we're gonna take a little break here, uh, and uh, we'll be back. All right, so uh, we just talked about, you know, we Walter gave us some perspective on you know how you change the process or ingredients in beer to give us different elements like more alcohol, more difference in color, differences in flavors. So we, we spent the day brew, brewing BVK IPA. So what's different about BVK IPA, which is a hazy, uh, than other hazies that you guys do, that other hazies that, that, that people do? Uh, what's different about it than, than other things you've done? Yeah, so it's, it's both the same as a lot of the hazies we do and different because, you know, we, we have a pretty solid base, I think, for our hazy beers. Uh, grain bill wise and, and water profile wise that just kind of really creates the feel that we want for these beers but where these IPAs shine are the hop selection right the the hop combos that we're using and so it's just a unique combination we've not used before we've not used you know we're using mosaic azaka and cashmere hops and we've not used cashmere a ton I think we've maybe only used it in one other beer so that's a, a new thing for us, and that's a, a hop that'll kind of take some center stage there. Um, Mosaic is a, is, a, is a favorite of everyone, so you throw that in a beer and it's always going to shine. And the Azaka hop is something that we like to use a lot. It's nice and tropical and fruity and big, and um, it, it, it's very, I think, suited, well-suited for, for a hazy IPA. So just that combination of hops is really what sets it apart, other than, uh, you know, that we had you guys come in and brew it with us. That's, I think, the most important differentiator is, is you guys had your hands in it you help make it you're going to continue to help make it you know as we dry hop and i'll say sell her the beer so i'll say man we put our unique. yeah we put our our love sweat and tears into this and i mean at no, least i, mean, I the, literally i literally sweat the, the sweat and the tears went in before sweat, yeah. it got boiled so you know <laughs> once it gets boiled don't worry about the, the sweat and the tears i mean <laughs> yeah, it went in a little bit early it's going to get boiled out. Yeah. You, you're not going to be tasting any of our sweater tears, but it's in there. <laughs> no, Trust you'll me. taste it. It's just it'll be sanitary. <laughs> so, like, I, I stuck my hand in there a little, and so you probably will get some of that hand, Nate's hand flavor. <laughs> Nate's hand flavor. So it's, it'll, it'll be the finish. The finish will be really handy. You know what you're I mean? You're going to have a handy finish? <laughs> yeah. A handy finish. A handy finish. That's <laughs> just that, like we love. That's the BVK way. <laughs> uh, I think Let's that put is, that on the shirt. <laughs> that is the most, I think, important important differentiators we, we've done this before as i've told you guys you know we worked with ed and josh the hoist and heavies guys put together yeah. a beer with them and and in that same vein the most important part is that our our guests our customers our friends are in here and sharing in what our passion is and making beer and you guys are going to be able to share that with all your friends and family down at the tap room when we release the beer and yeah. i think that's the most unique and different thing about it is is the perspective that you guys gain from brewing it with me and and hopefully the the ownership you guys take over the brewery and like hey you know that's our beer that's we made that Brad's had a little bit of that before with the trivia team and yeah I, no, I definitely yeah. feel like we have like a we brew with like a two or three percent stake in the brewery now we have literal <laughs> ownership <laughs> I'll just say is hey pro right? Professor Ramirez man is just a it's unbelievable 
just a genius in here spitting mad crazy knowledge about beer making it's well, awesome to well, well, so so i i'm a i like to bass fish um and uh and i've gone out i started bass fishing with a guy that's a guide named john leasty who does experience guide fishing just up here at new maloney's reservoir above oakdale and walter you remind me a lot of him in that way especially when you were talking earlier you say i'll just keep talking like john is like so passionate about bass fishing and he'll just talk and he'll explain everything he's doing why he's doing it the different ways you could do it and a lot of times i'll just sit there and i'll just listen and i'll just listen and it reminds me a lot like a lot of passion a really good teacher right like you know when you, when you love something when you're good at teaching it it's just a joy to be around it because if you're interested it's it's so cool so you know i feel like now i'm ready to start my own brewery you know i just i feel like that's where i'm at and it's awesome life. and so you know walt one day with walter and it's go time <laughs> I, I went into nate's classroom one time and, and and you know i mean he likes to uh he's a professor so Went into his classroom, nothing like that. I, I fell asleep within like the I first I literally don't know what you're talking about. I don't know whose classroom you're in. That, you're, you went into someone else's classroom because I'm a, <laughs> I'm, I'm a podcaster and a beer maker. So, I, you know, the reason you're bored is because I wasn't there. Well, I, I appreciate that. Those are, those are kind words. And I, I got into this, you know, strictly almost by accident. Uh, I, I drank myself into it. I think I mentioned that on the first podcast <laughs> yeah. I was on with you guys. And, you know, and, but, but, what I mean by that even more is that it's, it, I had a, a, an interest and a passion and, and if I can share that with you guys and, and you guys kind of see that passion and hopefully it grows in you and maybe not to open a brewery and be a brewer, but just to have a little bit more of a, of a respect and a little bit more of a, a reverence for the product, you know, yeah. and, and you can, you can understand a little more what goes into it. And I think being a part of something is, is always makes all of us feel good. Right. So it's, going to be really cool and once again i keep harking on this but brad's experience is to go into the top room and see bvk ipa on the draft board or you know go to go to the one of the mini accounts we sell cans to and maybe your you know brother calls you and says hey dude like your, your podcast man. labels on a can of beer here. <laughs> you know so that's i think that's the the coolest part I, so I, that's how i know i'm gonna have made it is when I, someone calls and says hey dude <laughs> you're on a beer can you know just, yeah. I, that's where it's at that's that's always uh, a pretty cool thing to see well i'm pretty excited so 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 we're just about to wrap up we're gonna move uh we're gonna pump all this uh this boiled beer over into a fermenter yep we're gonna we're gonna um, knock out and get the ward over to a fermenter pitch some yeast and let uh let the magic happen. Okay, and then so we'll have a couple more rounds uh, to do. Add some little things over the next few weeks, and then okay. day before the release, we get to come and crack a beer. We'll make sure we take some pictures and some videos. We get to try our BBK IPA for the first time. And then February fifth, man, it's yeah. gonna be nuts. You, are you coming, Walter? Yeah, I'll be, be there. there. I'll definitely be there. Yeah, the the canning day uh, right before the release, you guys are invited down to. We'll, you know, you'll get the first. Uh, First cans off the line, and and you you got to shotgun them. That's the that's the rule. That's the rule. Damn, I better get a driver. <laughs> no, uh, no, that's a fun day. You know, you get to see the beer being put into cans. You get to see the final product. What what all our friends and family will grab out of the cooler and, and drink at home. And so that'll be really fun. And then yeah, February fifth, I'll be down there to to celebrate the release with you guys. Definitely sweet man. Hey, thanks so much. This has just been a, no a truly awesome experience. Really fun. Really cool. Great to have you, Zach. It's been so amazing. This has been just a great experience, Zach. You, you can't even believe how awesome this experience has been, Zach. Zach, how excited are you to have been a part of this from home watching us send you photos on your phone? Was it pretty cool? Okay, great. <laughs> Zach, Zach also has a, a Last Call t-shirt. He didn't even get the chance to wear it out here. Yeah. He wasn't able to make it down. I hope maybe he used it today as like his <laughs> pillow on the bathroom floor. Oh, <laughs> you know, it's special. All right, we're here with Jake Steffens. Oh, wait. Oh. Is it Jake Stevens? Off to a bad start already. <laughs> <laughs> well, Jake was, we were fucking with Jake earlier. We were talking names, and Jake was like, people constantly can't get Stevens right because it's the PH. My whole life. <laughs> so, uh, so we are here. We are literally sitting in the, uh, in the brewery at Last Call Brewing in Oakdale, California right now. Uh, and we have been brewing BVK IPA all day. If you um, if you hear a little buzz in the background, that's actually that boiler right now is is bringing the uh, the wart the wart that makes beer is coming to a boil right now. So that's what we've got going. It is uh, right now coming up to temperature. That's the boiler sound. So, so we've been with yeah. Walter Ramirez all day brewing, and Jake Stevens has been here with us. What's up, Jake? What's going on, guys? So uh, pleasure to have me on the. I'm, 
excited to be here. Thanks for coming on. Yeah, thank you so much. And, and you, you are the uh, the the last call um, tasting room in downtown Oakdale. You're the tasting room manager. Tap room. Let's go tap room. Tasting room. Tasting room. Too, tap too room. What, what, however you want to. <laughs> you guys aren't pretentious enough for a tasting room, so you have a tap room. I wouldn't say we're at that level yet. <laughs> yeah, I don't think we're at that level yet. So, so we're doing a uh, we're doing the BBK IPA release, uh, and that is going to be February fifth. That's a Saturday. Um, and so you guys, kick, what time does the tap room open that day? So we open at noon, we close at 10. Okay, so we'll be kicking off. So you can get in there at noon and you can just drink all day, right? I mean, people just come Go in and fucking it. pound yeah. all day, right? Yeah. You get Responsibly. Yeah. Responsibly, yeah. 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 <laughs> um, and, but, but we're going to show up probably around 4, I would guess, uh, between 4 and 5. Uh, the BBK crew is going to be here. Nick, are you going to be there? Yeah, I'm going to be in, gonna show in the bus with you. Will guys. you be here with? There with I'm going to be in the party bus. We're, we're trying to get that party oh. bus going. So hopefully, we'll have, party that, bus. we'll have that. We'll have that. Uh, hopefully, happening. Maybe rolling deep. All right. So, yeah. so, so, Brad, have you been to? You you spent a shit ton of time in the last call uh, tap. Yes, right? yes. I was there so, opening day. I was there year anniversary. I was, I've been there a, a lot of hours. So, so, give me your best. Like, give me your your quick description. Like, what's the what is the tap room all about? What's it like? Well, it's 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 comfortably situated in the heart of, of downtown Oakdale. So you've got all sorts of cool little shops around. And Which is the cowboy capital of the world. It is the cowboy right capital of the world. That sure. is correct. So um, you walk into the, the last call tap room. I mean, it's uh, a, a variety of tables. They actually, on, on summer days, they have outdoor seating now. And always going to be a, a food truck there to supply some delicious grub. But the, the thing you come up there for is for their delicious beers. And Jake, 16 beers on tap, correct? 16 beers on tap, uh, a blonde ale, some light uh, lager. Around this point of the release party, we'll have a few hazies on draft, including the BVK. Um, and the karate. And the garage. karate will be back by hopefully uh, by then. And for you old school last callers, I think some juice is loose is going to be probably. Juice might be making a comeback from what I've uh, what I've been hearing through the grapevine. That sounds pretty yeah. tasty. What's the food truck on tap? Because 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 there, there's no you don't serve in the in the tap room, but you've always got a delicious food truck out there when you got. Stuff yeah. Going, so right? uh, having COVID happening, we had to do uh, food vendors to to uh, operate indoors. So uh, we created a great relationship with a lot of great food vendors in the area. Um, Saucing It Up, uh, which is originally out of L.A., they actually came to me uh, through social media and said, hey, we're, we're moving up to Modesto area. We'd love for you to be our first brewery. I know you're one of the oldest breweries in the valley, so we'd love for you to be our first uh, vendor uh, location. So uh, great chicken sandwiches. So what they do, their specialty is uh, they do fried chicken sandwiches, fried chicken, Biscuit with a pickle underneath the fried chicken and then a honey drizzle on top. Bam. Top what? top with another biscuit. Mm. Phenomenal. Mm, mm. With Phenomenal. a name like uh, sauces, like uh, sauced up bar. Saucing it up. Do they yeah. have any special they do good sauce? Uh, every guessing. house they have every sauce they have is made in house. You name it, it's they have like ten different sauces. Oh, and man. I think each sauce is like a, a dollar a piece and you get a good you get a good amount. I'm about to pay, for sure. pay ten dollars. Yeah, for just shout sauce. out to uh, uh, Damon, Damon <laughs> Ramsey and his wife. Uh, Damon Ramsey. Yeah, so she's originally from Modesto. She moved down south. Uh, they both started working in the food industry in, in a kitchen. Uh, met, got engaged, realized that they didn't want to work for someone else. They wanted to be their own boss. Uh, started their food truck, and then slowly realized that food trucks in Southern California weren't as quite as popular as it is up here. So uh, they moved up here and, you know. American dream, baby. History. American dream. And Jake, what about you and your, like, kind of background in, in, in this like, industry? Did you always want to get into brewing? Or how long have you been part of Last Call? So I have been, as of November of this past this past year, 2021, uh, it's been a year. Uh, I was a very frequent visitor of Last Call, as um, most of our employees, Ron and Walter, <laughs> both, uh, yeah, both frequent visitors. Right. Walter especially, he... Uh, he just there's one day he was drinking in the, here right here in Shepherd when it was our tap room as well. And they were like, "Hey, you want to you want a job?" And he's like, "Yeah." So, <laughs> so he started uh, he started helping out in the bar, and once they moved to First Ave, he was managing the tap room, and then uh, slowly realized that uh, front of the house operations really wasn't his deal. So uh, he wanted to dive a little deeper into making the beer. So here we are. He's and he's now, and and so now man, you manage it. I do. Yeah, and. Shout out to Walter for just for a quick minute, man. That guy, I've never learned more about about beer than from from him than anybody else. Like he is, 
in my mind, he is like the Mr. Miyagi of, of craft beer. He's phenomenal. Yeah, it's been incredible today. And me, somebody, you know, maybe less than any of the rest of you, you know, not known as much about beer. It's the crazy amount of science and, you know, chemistry, moving parts and chemistry that go into science it. Science is chem chemistry, science, science, chemistry. Right? I think they count <laughs> chemistry as a science and not as a humanity, one of the humanities anymore. I, I don't know. I'm not sure where well, we are. It's in the not part of the VAPA department any, anymore. <laughs> like gotcha. Hey, if high school started having little uh, brewing programs, little junior brewers, that'd <laughs> yeah, be right. sweet. We might get kids really interested. Yeah. You know? Hey, if you, if you want to get kids into I Science. Maybe some hydroponics. Maybe get some <laughs> Absolutely. I'll growing. tell you what, though. If if I would have met Walter and he wouldn't have told me his background and like college and whatnot, I would have for sure thought he went to school for all this because he is so yeah. so oh, yeah. knowledgeable. Oh, he, so he knowledgeable. seems like somebody that, that every was trained every day I come out here to Shepherd, he's. I'm learning something new from him that I had no idea about. I always say that that dude found his passion 100%. For sure. Like, his yeah. knowledge is encyclopedic. Oh, it's phenomenal. Of brewing. Yeah. It's unbelievable to hear him talk about brewing. Well, and, and what's really cool is we, we, we came in here today and, and Walter was like, no, I'm not brewing the beer. I'm going to be overseeing yeah. and teaching you. You guys are going to brew the beer. And it's totally true. Like we walked in and he's like, okay, this is what you're going to do. And he trusted us to not uh, drop the bags of grain all over the floor, which we haven't yet. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, like he kind of took us through the whole process and like we... You know, it's kind of cool. The idea that we were going to have BVK IPA, which which started with a stupid rhyme that Zach came up with, <laughs> uh, that uh, you know, we, but I mean, it was, it's cool in and of itself. And and I thought, well, yeah, we're gonna have a fucking logo on a can. We're gonna have this stuff that's called, you know. But otherwise, right? It's just gonna be a beer. No, man. Like we brewed the beer. Yeah. Walter taught oh, yeah. us how to brew the beer, and he showed us. He explained all the stuff. We poured the chemicals in. It's fucking crazy, man. That's what you yeah. got. Call. That's what you got. Love about last call from everything that I've learned in a short amount of time is they they take care of the people who take care of them in some way and that are just they're loyal to yeah. their customers yeah. and they want to bring them on and it's like a big family the way walters described it and brad who's been part of that family and customers for a long time is the only reason why we kind of worked into this yeah. this beer too and now walter is just mad awesome. scientist man and also we need to mention about Old Zachy being out. Uh, well, you know, and we're, and we're Zach missing him. gave me a pretty hard time on the Ready or Not pod when I was absent. And we just got done bashing old some, Scotch Beck. Some sort of too. dysentery. And then Scotch Beck has the Rona. <laughs> Zach, uh, he, he, he texted us yesterday who, who arguably would have been the most excited about doing this brewing oh. process. And he's like, this is where I tell you that I've been puking oh. uh, for the last uh, five hours. And last I night. immediately interpreted that as... Zach being on the toilet and not being able to do anything because he was shitting himself behind out of his butt. Yes. Some yeah. dumb and dumber oh, style. Well, great. Yeah, so that's <laughs> I believe that's where Zach's at is I think he's actually on the toilet now and he's just he has a constant he's drinking water through his mouth just so he <laughs> stays hydrated enough to go oh, directly okay. into the toilet. Poor guy. Yeah. I <laughs> picture him losing room in the in the uh in the toilet and going up to the tank and having to do an at-home fill, fill, fill the tank. The same way I said you were, too. Like I said the same thing about Just, you when you were gone. Well, you know, I, I can't confirm or deny those upper deck rooms. He's got that upper deck power. You know what I mean? <laughs> so we miss you, Zach, uh, although I'm, I'm, I'm quite pleased that you have uh, taken my place on the throne. Um, okay, so, Jake, tell me, here's, here's what I want to know. So, so we've got February 5th, the, the beer release. The beer, it opens at noon. You can start going and drinking the BBKIP then, but... We're going to roll in around four, four or five in that range. Um, and you've been to these sort of releases before. So what's a Saturday night, like new beer release with a special sort of guest? What's it like? How's it shape up? So we've done, uh, since I've been working there, we've done another release party with a podcast. Uh, shout out to Hoist and Heavies, yeah. uh, Ed and Josh. Heavies. One of the busier nights I've ever worked. Uh, I actually ended up driving Josh Barton home that yeah, night out, out around boy. 11 Tr 11 responsibly <laughs> responsibly yeah all the way out to uh the past the golf course uh, <laughs> oh, what's, what's that road there. way out there uh that's commitment atlas Atl no past atlas orange blossom oh, so uh, orange blossom no 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 it's uh dead oh not dead but dillwood dillwood there you go yeah there you go yeah so it's like here, <laughs> driving out there. Here, this road. No, keep this going. Keep yeah, 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 yeah. keep like, going. Oh, keep man. going. Man, and we're really out here. So, 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 we're gonna be there around four or five, and and people coming in. Everybody's ordering the beer. Yeah, and we're gonna have some of our merch, right? So you, you know, there's always some T-shirts for sale. We're gonna have. We're gonna be working on uh, Nikki Brown over there uh, in conjunction with Walters, working on the design for 
the the beer can and we're going to try to maybe turn that into a t-shirt we're also going to have our standard bev's video kingdom logo t-shirts maybe some hats even we think nick you think we're gonna have hats maybe our we're gonna try we're gonna have stickers so we have some stickers (laughs) but so so that's we got that piece of it we're gonna bring the podcast equipment we're gonna set it up and we're gonna do just a little bit of noisy recording in there we don't know anymore what's going to happen. We're going to have people sit down with us who, you know, we might have fans on. We yeah. might have, we'll probably bring Jake back for another round. Yeah, we, don't yeah. know, we don't know what's going to happen. So we're going to have our equipment. We are going to have the one and only Scotch Beck. So you guys have live music in there. We do. Lot, right? uh, usually Wednesday nights we Wednesday have, night. we have live music uh, typically around the, uh, the farmer's market time, but uh, we've continued that into the winter and uh, early springtime. So. so it's a good setting for that, yeah, right? Yeah. They, they've got yeah. the setup where Scott's going to be in there. He'll be playing a little some of his stuff from uh, the Ballad of uh, Boston, Boston Jenkins. Jenkins, which is which you can download uh, at scotchbeck.com. You know what? I hear rumors that we might get Zach out there to play a couple songs. I hear rumors that you and Zach well, are going to be playing. Well, that's a couple what you songs. told me earlier. That I, might, be, I might, I might jump, I might jump on yeah. for a for a wagon wheel. You never know. You never know what you're going to find. He's going to be like Ron Burgundy. He's like, I didn't yeah. come prepared. I didn't come prepared. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to go guitar strapped on his back. Guitar <laughs> just flips around. <laughs> you know. Uh, we're, right, also, we're also going to look at some some giveaways too. I mean, uh, I think. Uh, you know, we're a movie podcast. We're gonna be doing a little, maybe a couple movie trivia questions here for some giveaways to to maybe win a shirt or Love some stickers. I'll and try stuff. not to answer. Hey, no, yeah. <laughs> absolutely jump in. Being absolutely jump in. We, we've, we've talked to Jake enough today to know that he's disqualified. His new movie knowledge is too extensive. <laughs> maybe even some Bev's Video Kingdom, you know, trivia. There so people go. that are listening, oh, like, oh, some listener what trivia. movie quotes have Nate has Nate butchered during the course of the Bev's Video Kingdom <laughs> how, podcast? How much? Give us, give us one of the ten that he has butchered. <laughs> How, mu- how much grenadine have I? <laughs> and you know, besides the giveaways, uh, uh, speaking of trivia, last call Monday nights. Uh, if you want to, if you want to compete in some some very fun competitive trivia, Monday nights last call, yeah. Kings Trivia comes in and they do some giveaways as well for uh, last call gift cards. So which Bev's, Bev's needs to make an appearance at Monday I night. I think Bev's be needs a Bev's team, team. for sure, sure. Sure. Monday night. Well, Brad, Brad, you you previously have brewed a beer uh, because you and your crew of uh, of uh, area. Yeah, diets. we we uh, we 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 are, we're now retired, but uh, we definitely for a while it was. Uh, Monday nights were Savage AF. Savage AF, and so you made a beer because you won the trivia night. We had we had won multiple trivia nights. We we kind of dominated the season. So oh we yeah. Got to build, we got to brew a beer. I've heard legends of them <laughs> just crushing every week. They're like, oh, crushing they're back souls, again. Crushing souls. Savage AF. <laughs> the room empties out when Savage AF walks in. No, but it's it's it, that's not even the the point. The point is a lot of fun, uh, people getting together and having fun. And, oh, it's and a good it's, time. It's always uh, yeah. Very good times. Very friendly, good competition. It's, yep. it's a blast. And the trivia yeah. jumps all over the place. Uh, I mean, is it yeah, always Yeah, it's, it's very wide, it vast specific? range. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, it's never the same. Uh, it's, it's, it's very out there. I heard that Geeks was actually a lot more difficult than King was, though. That's from, from the previous... From all the people that come now that used to come when it was geeks, it right? Was so in your lo- in your local area, you might have bars that do trivia, and sometimes it's geeks who drink, and sometimes it's uh, uh, the Kings trivia. And Kings trivia seemed to kind of jump back in uh, a little bit quicker uh, post COVID. Uh, geeks is I think starting to make a comeback, but uh, yeah, they had geeks would have like uh, video rounds and and music rounds. And I think Kings might not. Do that as not much. quite yeah. so it's it usually opens with general knowledge and then they do a picture round as the second round so you got to guess each picture of who's this who's that who's this my favorite round to ever is it's like the funny you get the funniest answers out of people is uh it's it goes by points so the first clue you get 10 points if you get it right the second clue you get eight points and so on and so forth so you get to two you get some pretty obscure uh guesses because they you have no idea who it is until like the clues get more like in depth about who the person really is. The lower the points get. I see. So Got if you get, if you get it on that first clue, you get the you get the high the, point. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. if you wait around until you get to those those, yeah. those easier clues, it's, it's, yeah, 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 yeah. That's a fun way to do it. Yeah. yeah they're like, who said stay classy, San Diego? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> two points. <That's> two points. <laughs> um, okay. And and for those of you, you know, there's some folks here that the listeners that are from the the Northern California area, and you probably you might know where Oakdale is, so you can come roll in. But hey. If you're from out of the area, you got time, so don't hesitate. Jump, grab a plane ticket, fly into San Francisco, <laughs> fly into Sacramento. You, you know, there's plenty of 
perfectly nice hotels in Oakdale. Yeah. You can come in, grab a hotel for the night, and come to Last Call, make a day of it, make a night of it. Come in a day early. We're at, we're at the foot. We're the, the 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 sort of very base of gold country here. So there's yeah. tons of cool things to see up in the Sierra Nevada mountains. Uh, that you can come make a trip of it. San Francisco is a couple hours away. So if you're a Bez fan and you don't live in California, make a trip of it, right? It's a good time of year. You're probably in some fucking bleak Super and cold. cold yeah. it's probably like, negative 10. But yeah. if, you're, if you're Roxy Frost right now, it's like negative 11 where you live. And your app's talking shit. And your app's talking shit. Jump, <laughs> book a flight out of, out of wherever you live, fly to California. It's at least reasonably warmer. And uh, come make, make, it, make a long weekend of it and, and come check us out, hang out with us. It's close, Last Call closes at 10, uh, and when they actually finally kick us out, there's a couple of good bars we like to go to in Oakdale, we'll probably keep the party going. Yeah, so yeah. Let's, let's, you know, come come join us, man. We're going to be there. We're going to be having a good time. Uh, yeah. It's going to be a great night. If you're a big uh, craft beer fan, there's two other breweries in town right across the street from where we're at right now, Dying Breed. Great beer. Awesome venue. Uh, they have some amazing concerts. They have a really killer stage. Grains Virtue, which is not far from Lost Call. You could literally yeah. walk there from uh, from our tap room. I, I got uh, Nate over to Grains of Virtue uh, cool. a few weeks ago, and we, we started playing some NBA Jam. We were. We're playing yeah, 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 they got the little arcade in the back. They're yeah. rocking some NBA Jam. Free. free. I sat down, free. and I was like, dude, where do I put, where nope. do I put the quarters in? Yeah. It's like, it's free. <laughs> free yeah. arcade. It's free. Yeah. yeah. Totally yeah. free. Street Fighter. Street Fighter? Oh, yeah. Street oh, we, Fighter. We played NBA Jam. Played some, some NBA. Classic Ball Galaga, Pac-Man, all that good stuff. Oh, yeah. So join us there. Jake, you going to be there? You going to be running the bar? I'll be there Saturday Saturday, February, February 5th. 5th. I'll be there. Okay. Sweet. All right, so join us. Uh, Zach will be off the can by then, and so he's going to be there with us, uh, hopefully uh, not puking everywhere. Hopefully not. Uh, well, you know. <laughs> well, I'm kidding. He hopefully doesn't puke till the end of the night. Yeah. Uh, okay. Not while he's on the guitar. <laughs> so, so we're all going to be there. Scotch Beck's going to be there. Uh, all the, the, I bet a lot of the guests that you've heard uh, on, on Bez are going to be there. So. Yep. Get out and hang with us. Try the BBK IPA, and wherever you are, look for Last Call uh, beers, uh, and make sure you support them. Follow follow them on socials. They got cool pictures. Yeah, at Last Call Brewing, uh, Instagram and Facebook. Cool. Yes, sir. All right. We awesome. good? We'll see you there. Cool. We'll see you there, guys. Thanks, Jake. Yeah. Cheers. Thanks, Jake. Thank you, guys. Take care. All right. Well, hey, that's it. So uh, this has been uh, your special BVK IPA episode, and uh, we will hopefully see all you uh, February 5th in Oakdale, California at the downtown Last Call Tap Room. See you then. I can brag your favorite podcast. Let's start this thing.